0: This is Lon Winters with Graphic Elephants. This is Jimmy Lamp. This is Matt Masala with rhinestoneworld.com. And you're listening to the Two Regular Guys podcast. And you are listening to the Two Regular Guys podcast. Podcast hosted by...
1: My name is Terry Combs RG, Regular guy, And Aaron Montgomery. We're just regular guys having fun and uh, trying to to make a living in this really cool and exciting industry. I think we all want to succeed 100% of the time.
0: Seek to understand before I try and make myself understood.
1: Bring a ton of great information. Coming to you live from somewhere dark, dirty, and dank.
0: All right, welcome into the show. It is Friday, May 19th, 2023. I'm Terry
1: Combs, and you can find me at terrycombs.com. And I'm Aaron Montgomery, and you can find me over at OurSuccessGroup.com. Uh, today, Terry, we're going to be joined by Teresa Hagel from ASI. Um, it's been a little bit, uh, so we, we've got to remedy that. I'm glad we're finally remedying that uh, situation there, but uh, it's been a little bit, and we're excited to talk to her. Uh, normally, we have a, a different subject, and we may we may bring that up a little bit, but probably. Uh, but what we really want to talk to her about is uh, this new program uh, initiative they've got going on over there at is promo for the planet initiative is uh, going to be the, the bulk of our conversation today. So I'm really looking forward to that. I, I think um, uh, I'm I'm planning to learn a lot. So uh, Terry, you have a notepad ready to take notes for me?
0: I do. I'm ready to. Okay, my thank you. Junior legal, yellow <laughs> legal pad. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I ran into Teresa at, uh, I, I think it was Atlantic City. I have to ask her. Um, and we're like, hey, we need to I'm like, we need to get you back on the show. And she, she agreed. I need to be back on the show. So I'm (laughs) excited that, that we're uh, able to do this today.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Really, really looking forward to it. So uh, we're going to have that shortly. Um, Say good morning. Some folks that have checked in early here, we've got uh, Chuck uh, checking in. Good morning to Chuck and uh, Kingsbury Crafts. Good morning, Uh, Jerry. Hello. Um, so if you guys will get out there, make sure that you go and share this and let's get some more live viewers in the comments section in there and and uh and joining us here today. So um Terry, uh beyond that, uh, we've got a, a news segment again here this morning. We had a little hiatus last week, and um, but uh back with some really good news here. So are you ready to to dive into that section here? I Terry? am. I
0: didn't even get a chance to talk to Adrian. Uh because I came in hot today, one minute before we went on the air, so.
1: (laughs) Coming in hot, all good. Well, uh, let's go ahead and have that new segment. So Eric, whenever you are ready, sir.
2: Hey, Erin and Terry, always great to spend a Friday with you and the regulators. Thanks for having me on to share industry news from the screen printing space. Our first news item today T-shirt maker sued by Trader Joe's. According to Winsight Grocery Business, the California-based grocery chain has filed a lawsuit against apparel manufacturer T-shirt AT Fashion LLC for selling provocative and controversial T-shirts that incorporate the Trader Joe's logo. The court filing says Trader Joe's contacted the T-shirt maker multiple times since 2021, asking the company to cease the sale of two shirts, which use a design bearing similarity to the grocer's logo. TJ is suing to permanently stop AT Fashion from selling the shirts and recover any profits made from their sale, up to three times ascertainable damages. Trader Joe said in the filing, it believes T-shirt AT Fashion LLC is a fictitious name and is unable to determine the company's true name. On its website, AT Fashion lists a physical address in Cleveland, Texas. Up next, new coffee table book features 350 plus silk screens concert posters. Higher Ground Music Venue in Burlington, Vermont released a curated collection of more than 350 concert posters titled Echo, a survey at 25 years of sound, art, and ink on paper. The book highlights acts ranging from Fish and Bob Dylan to Maggie Rogers, Anderson, Pack, and Wilco. The final product is designed to resemble a 10 by 10 inch stack of silkscreen posters. Iskra Print Collective and Gary Blodgett of Color Shack printed 367 posters using fine mesh screens, water-based inks, and American Tempo 2230 screen printing press. And finally, in honor of Mental Health Awareness Month, Screen Printing Magazine is offering 30 techniques screen printers can use to overcome anxiety. When our Brain Squad survey members were asked how often they get severely anxious about business-related matters, 18% of respondents said once a day, 23% 23% said once a week, and 15% said a couple times a month. So that's 56% of Brain Squad members in decision making positions reporting they experience severe anxiety monthly. So, courtesy of our Brain Squad members, mental health experts, and psychology writers, the article provides 30 tips, including actions to take when anxiety strikes, coping strategies, and ways to build resilience. So I hope the article helps you in times of need and that you'll share it with your employees who also may be looking for ways to overcome anxiety in the workplace. That's it for me. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend.
0: All right. Aaron, I get anxious every Friday morning. I wonder what that's about. Yeah,
1: right. Right around uh, 10 a.m. Central time, right? (laughs) You've had to put up with me for 499 episodes, Terry. That's anxiety-inducing, for sure. What a a great share.
0: Maybe the episodes 1 through 10 were a little more (laughs) anxiety-inducing. Since I since I log in one minute before the show, maybe I'm not that anxious. Yeah, I was gonna say
1: you don't feel anxious, Terry. I don't know. <laughs> well, what a great share! Uh, good good news segment plus that uh, wonderful resource there. That uh, get get out there and make sure that you share that. That's that's some great stuff. Um, I'm
0: loving the coffee table book. That sounds awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Awesome. Cool. Well, thanks very much to Magazine. Make sure that you guys are subscribed to that. Um, all right, Terry. Well, the uh, next thing that people, I think, tune in for, I don't know, I think they do because I love it, but who knows? As <laughs> long, long as I'm enjoying it. Um, we've got a dad joke from one of our regulars. In fact, I believe he is here in, uh, in the comments live today. I just saw him say hi earlier. Jerry Dahlheimer shared this dad joke with me. Are you ready for this, Terry? I'm ready. Uncle Let's do. hear it. All right. All right. Um, and, and you can bring Skynet jokes, whatever you have to do. Okay. All right. <laughs> Just setting you up a little bit. Um, okay. Terry, what do you call two monkeys sharing an Amazon account?
0: I don't know, Aaron. What do you call two monkeys sharing an Amazon
1: account? mates. Uh, and we even have the parentheses. <laughs> that's
0: a that's a headshaker. Eric, Eric has explained it on screen for our podcast listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Eric, you, yes. Eric. Uh, Eric always has to go in there and those little play on words and and explain them in parentheses. So. <laughs> and Amazon is Skynet, and all hail Skynet.
1: Oh, yeah, Skynet. <laughs> the the other uh, for the podcast listeners on screen, uh, Eric just popped up a. Thanks, Jerry Dalheimer. but the thanks were in uh, quotes. So, <laughs>
0: that's <laughs> we, awesome.
1: Man. Yeah, we appreciate that, Jerry. And Jerry, you'll also be happy to know that uh, I've actually utilized that joke also in my seminars. So that, that's getting some mileage um, out there. <laughs> I'd have to share the image with you guys, but uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. You Sorry. know, it's
0: a new dad joke. I mean, ten years ago. There was no Amazon. <laughs> That's
1: a good point. So. Very good point. <laughs> All right. Um, we've got uh, also got Barb checking in here this morning from North Central Minnesota, and um, and and Kingsbury says good morning. All right, Terry, let's keep this going. We've we've got to get to Teresa here, and we've got lots of great stuff to talk to her about. So uh, keep right, keep us on cool. track, would you?
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Before we go any further, we want to thank everyone for checking out the Two Regular Guys podcast. We are always looking for new guests, so if you or anyone you know would like to join us, go to calendly.com slash two, the number two, regular guys with your show ideas. Uh, we would love for you to be a part of our new show intros. They get a little dated, so every every couple of years we go in and uh, and try to get some new recordings of uh, folks at the beginning of the show. And so uh, send us your videos or just select the mic option. It's really easy to do. So um, go out there and do a quick recording for us. And hey, if you mess up, just start again. And uh, we, we would love to have some new voices uh, in our intros. So uh, if you're also listening on the podcast version of the show, we would appreciate you sharing the two regular guys with all of your industry friends so they can become regulators too. And we would appreciate you giving us feedback on anywhere you're listening to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Amazon, all hail Skynet. Uh, podcast <laughs> wherever you do your podcast listening, and if you're watching us live right now please join in with your comments and your questions
1: yes indeed thank you uh for tuning in all the regulators that are joining us live right now and and terry back to that uh intro segment thing we we want all the voices right that doesn't have to be you know we've had vendors we've had uh you know different people that have been part of that but regulators decorators right Wh- whoever um we we want those voices on there you just uh, you know get to be part of the show so you just go to for the podcast listeners here go to decorators.inc i-n-k forward slash intro i-n-t-r-o so all it's right
0: 20 20 seconds out of your day that's right that's and, and right and you get to be you can live in not infamy uh, <laughs> maybe infamy. I don't know. Who, who knows?
1: <laughs> All right. Well, real quick, before we get Teresa in here, um, I do have a, a little piece of, basically now I feel like I'm piggybacking off of Adrian's, uh, segment there, but a little, little, uh, bit about mindset here real quick from our success group. So I want to share with you three mental states most business owners struggle to master. It's goal setting so that you believe it's possible. It's facing fears to be able to step outside of your comfort zone and finally taking action even when you're not sure what action to take. Now, 90% of the challenges business owners have faced have nothing to do with the nuts and bolts of running a business. It's not the accounting, the production, or even the marketing. It is the mindset. Now, as entrepreneurs, we need to cultivate a mindset that we were never taught in school. All right. I know it was a little bit of a cliffhanger, but I promise it's not not intentional. I'm not trying to bait you into anything. Just uh, didn't want to have it go on forever. So if you want to go watch more, just go to that uh, osg.link forward slash mindset and uh, and learn a little bit more about that business owner mindset. So Terry, are you ready? Are you I'm ready. Uh, let's uh yeah let's I'm excited. In. I'm I'm excited. So yeah, Eric, whenever you're ready, let's uh, let's bring Teresa in here and, and uh we'll welcome her back. Hello there, welcome back to the two Radio hey. guys podcast.
3: How are you guys?
1: Uh we awesome are doing it's good to great. see you again yeah definitely definitely it was it
3: was uh atlantic
1: okay okay good (laughs) (laughs) all right good we got that clear well all right so it has been too long as we discussed um and in the past we've had you on to talk about the uh, asi state of the industry report and uh we definitely want to do that we want to cover that at a not too distant future here yeah well it'll be coming
3: out uh this summer so this summer okay cool cool we'll put
1: it on our calendar to reach out on that but um you know, you shared with us a, a cool program that you guys are are launching here. And so we're really excited to talk to you about that and, and just all things surrounding that. But before we kind of dive into that, give our listeners, anybody that hasn't had a chance to meet you yet, uh, give our listeners a little bit about you, a little bit about a- ASI and the Promo for the Planet Initiative. Just uh, give us the quick 101 there. <laughs> all
3: right. I'm Teresa Hagel. Um, I've been with ASI Media for nine years. Um, I'm the executive editor of digital content. Uh, before that, I was a newspaper journalist for many years. So that's where I, I come to things from. I've you know, always been kind of a writer, editor, word person. Uh, but ASI, as I'm sure many people are aware, is like a media and technology company for the promotional products industry. So we have all kinds of you know solutions and things for people. Um, but I'm, I'm in the editorial side. We, I write for the website and the magazine, uh, counselor magazine. Um, and last year, last year on Earth Day, we started Promo for the Planet, uh, which is kind of an educational resource hub, uh, where we talk about all things sustainability, um, and how people in the promo industry can, uh, become more sustainable, things that they need to know. Um, it has like, it's a, has a glossary with, uh, definitions, um, explanations of different certifications that are out there. Um, and we also actually this year, we just launched something new called the Do Gooders Directory, which is a listing of uh, different suppliers and distributors um, talking about the give back programs they have, whether or not they're like a B Corp or have another kind of um, uh, certification and just kind of any kind of charitable initiative they have. So it's a nice little um you can, you know, if you if you don't know that much about a company, you kind of go look at this directory and see, oh, they're doing this, or oh, they're 1% for the planet. Um, and it it has a lot on there, but it's not exhaustive yet. Um, so you know, you if you were looking at you like, oh, why why am I not on there, or why is this person not on there? Like, reach out to me and we'll get that rectified. I update it every week, but wow. we just wanted to get it started. So
1: yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Well, <laughs>
3: cool.
0: You know, um, sustainability is kind of a catchphrase right now. You know, everybody needs to have that on their website, right? <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, Teresa, talk to us a little bit about uh, why it's not just a trend, but it's it's a long term commitment, uh, specifically in the promotional products industry.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think you know when, when we started the the promo for the planet site last year, I was even I was a little skeptical that I would have enough you know content to keep this going. Uh, so i committed i was like i'm gonna have something new on there every week i'm gonna do this it's gonna be a a thing i was like is it really gonna be that easy but it actually has been there's always something new that people in the industry are doing or just like information that people need to be aware of so i would say um and this is what a lot of people have told me is just that you know maybe back in like 2007 or 2008 sustainability like eco-friendly stuff that was kind of a trend and it sort of went away with the recession but during the pandemic it's really come back but i think this time of r- around it's a little bit different because it's not just a little added bonus or something like you know it's not a nice to have anymore it's something that you kind of have to have because yes. consumers expect it brands expect it you know they want to know what you're doing they need like and i think a lot of um you know suppliers and distributors that i've talked to you know, they said, this is what, what big brands are asking for. in like RFPs, they want to know, you know, what your supply chain is. They want to know, you know, what makes the sustainable. They, that all is part of the deal. Now it's not just like, Oh, a couple of people are doing this cause it's fun. It's, this is yeah. what people need to know.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's great. That's great. That, uh, that that's trending that way that, uh, people are starting to understand, like I said, it's not, not just a, a, Fun thing to put on your website. It's actually a, a commitment to uh, to doing better for everybody. So yeah, and to
3: do it right, it does have to be a long term commitment, right? You have to actually. It's a it's a multi step process, and you're always improving. So yeah, it can't be a trend. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I well, apologize, I have allergies, so I'm trying not to cough. For <laughs> do you're, do.
1: you're doing a fantastic <laughs> job. So <laughs> it, it is that time of year. <laughs> yes, it is for sure. Well, okay. So you talked about it being a commitment, and and, you know, as people are, are looking at this and saying, okay, I, I know that I need to commit to this, I, I but I haven't been there, right? So you've been working on this for, for well over a year now. What 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 do you kind of see as the initial steps that um, if somebody's kind of getting started on that journey, what can they do to, you know, measure and maybe reduce their environmental impact?
3: Yeah, well, I think measuring is key. That's the very first step you should be taking. Gotcha. Um, and this is what lots of people, like, i'm not an expert on anything i just like to talk to experts so i'm kind of regurgitating what other people have told me that's us that's (laughs) us yeah (laughs) so but what the big thing that that people always say is that you need to measure where you are now you need to get that baseline right how much energy are you you using how much waste are you generating where is it going like what's your carbon footprint um you don't know like any reductions or anything, any changes you make kind of lack meaning if you don't know where you're starting out from. So you need to know where you are to figure out where you're going. Um, So you can maybe, like, that's something you can maybe do yourself, or you can, you know, work with a consultant. Um, You know, a lot of companies right now are becoming B Corps, becoming certified, and that is like a very rigorous kind of assessment process. But even if you don't intend to do that, I've heard people say, you should just go through the little assessment tool just to see where you are you know what i mean you may not go through the whole process pay the money or do all the the stuff that requires you to be a b corp but you could take that that test and kind of it'll give you an idea of where you need to change um so that's that's an idea you can you can always work with an expert i'm there's plenty of people out there that specialize in this but you can just you know you measure it and then i think so it's not too daunting. I think it's okay to start small. Like maybe you just do, um, you know, invest in more efficient, like energy efficient lighting, or look into like solar panels, or, you know, maybe you start like a policy where you're reusing your cardboard boxes. You know what I mean? Like um, I I know, I, I think it was the first time I heard this, I thought this was so clever. Was it Rick Roth? Maybe he was talking about how they just have a sticker they'll put on boxes that say, Hey, this is a recite, you know, we're reusing this box and box intentionally. So it may look like it's coming from somewhere else, but this is like a like a an eco-friendly thing that we are choosing to do. So, you know, you can still kind of market it that way, even though it may people might be like, Why are you sending me this like, you know, old box? This is not, you know, like a gilded out <laughs> damn box or something that we don't, yeah. you know, you know what I mean? But like you put you put the sticker on there and then it shows like, hey, this is an intentional thing we are doing. And I think that builds goodwill and it's like, oh, it makes people think. So I thought yeah. that was a really clever idea. And it's yeah. a very simple thing to do. Sure. Um, but I mean there's also lots of companies, I think like Eco and Close that have like sustainable packaging solutions. So like how can we get rid of um like packing peanuts or like the those plastic yeah. bubble wrap things? Yeah there's there's different things that you can can do to make your um, you know the shipping greener, and I guess another thing is just educating yourself and then educating your clients. So you know they're not going to make like some clients. Yes, yeah, some some customers want this, but they don't necessarily know what they want. So you need to kind of lead them in the direction of what the better choices are that are out there.
1: Nice.
0: I, I can picture Rick also saying, and look, I got a free box, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it, it's good for everybody. But, you know, and I think uh, one of the things that, that you said there is just start and I, it's like anything, uh, just just do one thing because it can be kind of daunting to say, okay, we're, we're re- redoing the way we do business, <laughs> starting with this, 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 and this, just do one thing. And yeah. uh, and then it will build upon itself. Well,
3: like like Aaron said, you got to set some goals, right? So you can just like you have to set goals for your business, you can set goals for sustainability. It's the same the same thing. So like I, I would say like most businesses need to know you know their financials really well and they should be tracking that in the same way you should be tracking these sustainability kind of metrics, which I think will also help you with your financials because you can it can sure. be a money saving thing if you're saving energy or if you're not throwing away as many things. so, I That's mean, awesome. it's all kind of
1: interconnected. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. What a what a great way to put that. Thank you.
0: Well, you know, uh, something that that we've been hearing really this year on the show is is circular economy, and and so that that terminology is really gaining momentum. Uh, how, how do you see the circular economy, the impact specifically within the promotional products industry, uh, in in the short term and, and long term?
3: yeah I mean that whole concept is something I've been hearing a lot more as well and we did just write a whole uh cover article about the circular economy which oh, was nice. in our most the, the promo for the planet issue of uh of counselor magazine and it is on our website too um so I go into that in in a lot of detail but um but the circular economy is kind of this idea about you know reusing items designing them from the beginning with the idea that they're going to have like a high value be used for a long time but also designing them so that they can be easily recycled or easily um and you know eco ecologically or whatever environmentally like disposed of so it's i think it's the ellen macarthur foundation does a lot with the uh, circular economy and they talk about you know the three principles are eliminating waste and pollution circulating products and material at their highest value and regenerating nature. So I think one of the the big things with with the circular economy is if you start embracing it it's also a way to kind of raise the profile of the promo industry and and the t-shirt business so that it's you're kind of like elevating it above that kind of bad reputation of it being like trinkets and trash. If you can be like, no, 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 we're making these like high high quality things that people use for a long time. And I mean, like, we all know that it's, there's like, maybe there's some truth to this bad reputation, but there's also so much more than that.
1: Yeah,
3: But, you know, it's something that we have to work against. And I think being able to show that that people are following these Um, the circular economy is, is one way to show like, no, we're thinking about what happens to this, this product when it's, when it's end of, you know, at the end of its life or we're, you know, that they want and it's, you know, a high quality item that's going to last for like years to come. So I think, I think the the value is a lot of it's, it's reputational and it's, you know, it's good for everybody to be getting people promo items and t-shirts and wearables and things that they actually want to receive and things that you know are functional and work well and are going to last so yeah it's a it's it seems like it's actually kind of a simple concept and it should be something we were doing all along but um you know now people are actually talking about it more
1: yeah yeah that's that's so true and i i love that in fact i remember you know just in the promo products world in general right the the discussion changing that discussion to from trinkets and trash to you know, number of impressions, It, you know, you, instead of just giving somebody a hat, for example, that they're going to, you know, maybe wear once and throw away, why not give them their favorite hat that they're going to hold on to for 15 years? And just imagine how many times your logo is going to get seen with that favorite hat. And I mean, just like you said, we should be doing we should have been doing that before it <laughs> impacted yeah. the sustainability thing. But uh, to bring this into this this circular economy, I, I I think that's a great way to put it. And, and that's. I, I've, that's the best I've ever heard it explained too. So thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I did
3: Um, did write a really long article on it. So hopefully I got something. No,
1: I thought (laughs) it was awesome. Well,
0: well, Teresa, didn't, don't you, when you started working there nine years ago, didn't they give you a list of phrases you're not allowed to say and, Trinkets and trash was on the top of that list.
3: <laughs> um, no, but they probably should have. I, it took me a long time to even understand what a promo product was, even after I started working um, at ASI, which is kind of bad, but I think I've got it now.
1: So. Yeah. Stick with what you're good at, you know, all this, uh, the, the writing and, and the wonderful stuff. Okay, well, um, I love this idea and I think this uh, understanding of it. As you've been writing about it, as you've been um, working on it, have you kind of seen any particular examples that you'd be able to share with us uh, of people, you know, maybe in the uh, the supply chain of promotional products and and then kind of what the benefits of, of focusing on that for their business and, and the environment? Yeah,
3: yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I'm hearing more and more examples like, the time so there's a lot of companies that are doing more things like upcycling um like i think it was like redwood classics apparel they would take old it was actually really cool i think it was like flags from like a not like the olympics but some kind of like like toronto games or something they took the flags and then upcycled them into um like bags that were that you could then buy so like so then instead of throwing away that item it became a new cool like promo product um, I think it was Botanical Paperworks recently started taking old wooden pallets and upcycling them into soap dishes and coasters, um, which I think that, that's cool because there are, there are a lot of pallets that, you know, just get trashed. So yeah. there's plenty of raw material for that. Um, uh, of course, there's like everywhere apparel that makes T-shirts from recycled cotton and they have like that whole kind of closed loop production where you can um, they have a take back program where you can send your old shirts to them and then they'll get it like remade into new fibers. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, and then even just, I, I've been hearing more about on the side of like regenerating nature, a lot of companies are starting to partner with Veritree, which is, um, it's a sister company too. Do you know that company Ten Tree that does, it's like an apparel company that for every clothing item, I think they have 10 trees planted.
1: Hmm. Oh, OK, that's
3: why they're called tree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, so, I mean, they've been doing that for a while, but I guess what they had run into was discovering that a lot of these tree planting initiatives that they thought they were investing in um, couldn't really be verified or they would go back and like the impact wasn't really there. So like it was mm-hmm. very frustrating for them. So they started Veritree where you actually have like this public dashboard and you can pick like where like they have like tree planting programs and kelp planting programs (laughs) but you actually can see where that's being planted how many are planted and it's i guess it's like all kind of verified through the blockchain but it's like really all about having this very high value um give back you know nature regeneration element um so i think it was fairware is one of the ones that is doing it social imprints um, and ETS Express, I think is another one that so they all have this built into, you know, whether it's like a specific line of things that they're doing, you know, they'll have a tree planted for, you know, each pro- product or like every product, but it's all it's all transparent, you can go onto to these, um, these public dashboards and see exactly how many trees have been planted so far. So I think that's kind of been a big trend too, cool. which is awesome.
1: Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um real quick Jerry um before you get to the next question for Teresa, uh Eric said uh, stealing from Jeremy Picker uh ending brand fill. That that uh, yeah, concept yeah. of yep, here's your here's your you you go to that trade show, you get your bag full of uh merch and uh that is in the trash can outside the yeah. front door, right? Cuz yeah, <laughs> I
3: mean I think I think that sums it up. I love the the brand fill term because it's I mean, I don't love it, brand fill, but it's a very pithy <laughs> way of, of putting what we don't want to
1: be doing. Yeah, yeah, that's totally cool. And and Eric did put a link in there for those of you who are tuned in here. Um, it's veritree, V E R I tree.com, if you want to go learn more about that. So awesome stuff. All right, Terry, I'll, I'll get yeah. out of the way again.
0: <laughs> you, you know, along those lines, uh, the you know, everybody everybody has to be talking sustainability right now so that you know what you're talking about greenwashing you know is a concern and 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 you know I, I don't know why i my mind works very weirdly but years ago there was a simpsons episode where they had mr burns had a recycling center and and all the recycling trucks are going in the front and the back was just open to the ocean and all this mm-hmm. stuff was just going out the back so so, how can industry professionals and and you've you've already touched on this, but how can buyers navigate through all these claims and and identify what is genuinely a, a sustainability effort?
3: Yeah, I mean, it can be it can get tricky for sure. I think one of the big things is just be willing, like communicate with your with your suppliers, um, ask them deeper questions, you know, don't just take anything at face value. You know, if they're just jumping on the bandwagon, and can't really answer specific questions about what they're claiming, then you know, that's probably greenwashing. I mean, a lot of the, the suppliers that I've talked to in the last year about this, you know, they specifically say we want people to be asking us questions, people are not asking enough questions. So you have to have that curiosity and want to know well, what, like you said this, but what does that actually mean? Um, You know, look for a transparency, look for, you know, a lot of, a lot of companies are, are putting out like, you know, the corporate social responsibility, you know, reports or ESG reports every year. So, you know, read through them, see what they're saying, see what they said they've done. you know, ask for documentation. If they say that they're using, you know, organic cotton or recycled cotton or the RPET, like they got to show their work, basically. Show us, you know, where where is this actually coming from? You can say, people say lots of things, you know, it doesn't make it true. Another thing I think is a lot of times, especially bigger brands, will they'll do like these, you know, really highfalutin kind of, pledges that are like we're going to be carbon neutral by 2040 or we're going to do get rid of all you know plastic by 2050 or you know whatever it is but it's like yeah. so far in the future that it's sounds good but it's kind of meaningless
0: yeah <coughs> yeah what are you doing and- today you know it, it <laughs> reminds me of conversations with mel Lay from all made apparel you know yeah. if you if you say hey mel explain to me, you know, what you're doing, what prove to me, what you're doing, pull up a chair because she will tell you a tale. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's the thing. I feel like the people that are actually into sustainability, they love to talk about it. They're going to want to have that conversation and they, they know what they're talking about. Um, So just, you got to be willing to like ask questions and listen, and you'll learn a lot and, and, probably it'll show that this is not greenwashing. But yeah. yeah, like if they're, if so if they have like a pledge that's like far in the future, yeah, look at the what are they doing right now? How are they actually going to get there? I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with like long-term goals, but yeah. if it's yeah. just a way to be like kind of kicking the dick can down the road, like that's not really helpful to anyone. Yeah. And it's like, those get big, you know, those announcements get big press, but those small kind of actions to get there are sort of, not, yeah, not it, sure as much.
0: It, it's a better story to say that we this past year we we reduced our waste by twenty percent. You know, yeah. our our, our yeah. dumpster is is twenty percent less full. That's 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 something I'm doing today. That's what yeah. I think, yeah. and I think that's what people want to hear. That those those uh, those claims of down the road. I think that just kind of people are yeah. like, yeah, maybe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but but they do, like Teresa said, that they do get a lot of press though, those big claims, oh, right? Yeah, sure. Oh, this big brand is going to be carbon neutral by 2050. And we all go, oh, wow, look at what they're doing. But it's really just a, a marketing spin. And and it, like Teresa said, you you need to be asking the questions of what are you doing today? Um, so yeah. I, yeah. I love that. And then I I think that's also interesting, right? Because some of this, you know, we're talking about, okay, what does this mean for sustainability? But in a way, some of these things are business practices that we really need to be doing anyways, regardless of what this you know term we put on it is. Yeah. Because talking to your vendors and, and having that relationship with them to ask them actual questions about what they're doing. right? I, I always tell people in my seminars, if your relationship with your vendor is your login for their website, you got a problem. You, you got to fix that. And so this yeah. is a great way to to jump in there and say, hey, what are you doing about sustainability? Let's let's start talking about that. So, all right. Well, Terry, what um you want to keep us moving here? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think you know. I think we've covered that. I, I You gave us some great signs of of greenwashing. Is oh, I it, guess I guess,
3: another one I would say would just yeah. Be, um, people like if you just have kind of unsubstantiated kind of feel good claims, like, Oh, it's natural. Oh, it's sustainable. That doesn't actually mean anything. Like that's not regulated. So, you know, you need to like dig deeper than that. If it just is like, Oh, look, we did a commercial. It's like set in a forest. Isn't this, isn't this great? Like that's okay. (laughs) That's, that that doesn't mean anything either. Um, You know, so companies that aren't divulging any details that are like about their efforts, that's kind of suspect. And um, I like we're saying something's recyclable and compostable, but then you find out that like, oh, it can't actually just be picked up in, the, in a curbside program. You have to send it out somewhere special to get it recycled. Like that's kind of suspect. Or if it's compostable, but it can't be put in a backyard composting thing, it has to go to an industrial site, that's problematic. So like there's lots of like claims people are making, but like, are they really, are they really what the public, the general public, expects when they hear it. Like if you hear something's recyclable, you think, oh, I can just put it out every week with my, you know, in the blue bin. But that's not always what like a company is saying when they say that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, so uh, you, you've really touched on this already, but uh, what what are some other ways that businesses can vet suppliers and distributors to, to, you know, uh, prove that yes, we're, we're actually doing these things.
3: Um, yeah, I mean, I think, like like we've been saying all along, build relationships, have conversations, you know, like I said, the people that are doing this and are into it, they love to talk about it. Um, They want you to ask those tough questions. They want you to challenge them because it makes them better too. Like if they don't, I feel like I've heard people say this, like if they don't have the answer right away, they're going to find it because like, maybe it's something that they should have been thinking about, but haven't been. So I don't, I don't think you're going to like. Make them. If it's people that are truly into this, you're not going to make them angry by asking right. questions. They want they want to be challenged. Um, you know, so do your homework. Don't take things at face value. Ask for the documentation. You know, if they say that they're doing something, ask ask for that the, the paperwork. And if they're reputable, they should have it. You know, look for well known certifications. Look for like if it's a B Corp or if they're EcoVadis or um, you know any of those kinds of well-known kind of respected certifications that people understand what they, what they, what it means to have that, that little seal on their, their company. Yeah.
0: yeah you know, it's, it's funny. My uh, daughter-in-law lives in New York city. um She was looking at the bottom of a bottle and, and she was explaining to me all these different things. Well, this means that, that it's made from recycled. This means that you can recycle it. This means this, this means that. And I'm like, I I'm impressed that you know that. Most people don't. Most yeah. you know, you you see the little symbol on there and think, okay, this
1: is all good. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Get, get more deep details, going a little bit deeper. I think that's probably yeah, something we yeah. all need to do in a lot of things. But um, OK, Teresa, so at the beginning, as you were telling us about this initiative, um, you mentioned a new thing that you guys are doing this year, the the do-gooder portion of that initiative. Um, so I'm kind of jumping off off track here a little bit, but that's what we do here at Two Railer Guys. So that's OK. <laughs> <laughs> um, but t- tell us more about that. Give us a, a little bit more detail on, on what that's all about and what you're seeing come out of that.
3: Yeah, so I think basically it's a it's kind of something people have been asking for, wanting to know. You know, people are really they they love to know like about give back programs that a supplier has, anything they yeah, can support. Yeah. But there was not really like a comprehensive list of these. So that's what we we're trying to do with the, with the Do Gooders Directory. Um, but it goes beyond just like oh, you know, they'll give one percent to you know this charity. Yeah. Um, for, for if you buy whatever thing, I also have like if it's a B Corp, we list that. If they have an EcoVadis like silver badge, that's listed. And it's just that it's basically just kind of an alphabetical listing, broken up their suppliers, and then I have distributors also. Um, but just basically like what what are they doing? Um, a little bit a little kind of short paragraph, just kind of summing up some of the efforts that they've made. And I usually link back to most, most companies now have like a a social responsibility tab on their website or the place where you can get like their, um, their ESG report. So I'll link back to that if they have it just so if you, you know, don't take my like little paragraph as, as like the gospel, like you can go back to to the source, like, which I've been saying all along, you need to go to the source and ask them. But this is just like a, a nice little directory where you can find out some information, see what people are doing, see how it aligns with what you want to do. And like I said, it is not complete yet. Um, It is, it's something that we, we, I'm updating it every week. People have reached out to me, you know, wanting to talk about things that they haven't talked about yet, or like maybe I just missed them. So, you know, we're adding, we're adding new companies all the time. And I think it's one of those things like every year we'll kind of revisit it and update it to make sure that it has the most recent like initiatives that people have. Yeah.
0: So, so how does somebody get on that list? Then they, they, they reach out to you. You're, you're, you're personally out there yeah. looking for these people.
3: Well, so in the beginning to get it started, I kind of went back through our own archives because we've written about a lot of these things already. It was just in like, individual article form so i was like okay we need to find okay i know this company isn't a p corp i know you know this company does that i know this person you know donated like two hundred thousand dollars to charity last year so i kind of went back through our archive put everything together you know we sort of you know had like had a general call to different suppliers like hey you know what are you what are you doing right now so now it's kind of assembled now it's sort of like if if i see something i'll add it but like people should just be like emailing me. If they if they don't see themselves on there, don't like wait for me to find you. Like send me an email. I will get it fixed.
0: And I guess once you reach a certain point, then it kind of takes on a life of its own and, and people are calling you saying, Hey, yeah. I want to be on this list. Here's what right. I'm doing. Yeah, yeah
3: exactly. Exactly. Right, so it was yeah. like, I, and I kind of knew, I knew from the beginning, like I was expecting to get a lot of emails and calls and I have, um, but I knew, I knew it wasn't complete. I knew that But there's no way, like, how are you going to get something like that complete right from the beginning? You're you're always going to miss someone. So like, that was, I was never, I've never like, I've never made the claim that this is like a comprehensive end all (laughs) list, no, this is like a living document that is always going to be updated. So tell me what you're doing and we'll, we'll get it listed on there.
1: Yeah. I love that. I love it. And and honestly, you know, if, if you are working with somebody, right, you want to, I'm sure you could quote unquote nominate somebody to, to be part of that. So, yeah. so send, send an email, send, send yeah. an email. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Just let me know.
3: I mean, like I look into it and and then we, we add it if it's, if it's maybe we it's need like,
0: a um, parameters. maybe we need a sustainability Reggie award this year. What do you think? Mm. We Mm. we may
1: we may need your help to get get that put together. Yes, yes. I'm put that on the junior yellow legal pad, Terry. That's a good one. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Awesome. Well, okay. So this has been great. You've given us tons of examples. You've given us plenty of strategies that we can use and stuff like that. But. But are there some other success stories out there that you might uh, be able to highlight for us? You know, I guess also kind of tell us about, you know, their integration into their, this being part of their core business. Again, not just uh, a marketing initiative. And, um, and, and maybe at this point, they've been doing it long enough that they're able to see some results in both uh, their company and the environmental impact.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I have a really good example. <clears throat> Speaking of adding things to awards last year, we we have the promo campaign awards every That's year. Last year was the first year we had a sustainability category um, and the company that won that was Corporate Imaging Concepts, um, which I, I believe they're a top 40 distributor. But they had done this uh, this work with Microsoft. Microsoft had wanted to put together thank you gifts for I think all the partners and employees had worked on putting windows 11 together. So, uh, corporate imaging concepts worked with them to come up with like, a, it was like a little collection of, of items, like a cozy blanket, um, a a hoodie made of, like that was ethically sourced and made from recycled materials. Um, maybe like a reusable water bottle, uh, and. Just, just, a couple of things, and people were able to go online and pick the ones that they wanted. Like, they, if they didn't, if there was one that they didn't want, they didn't have to to receive that award, that you know, gift. But they could, you know, pick their sizing, <clears throat> pick the items they want. Which, you know, in and of itself, I think is like a sustainability thing because then you're not sending mm-hmm. people stuff that they're not going to use. They're only getting yeah, what they yeah. want. Yeah. But then beyond that, for every piece of swag that they delivered, um, corporate imaging concepts. Had a mangrove tree planted in Madagascar, which I guess mangroves are considered great for like climate mitigation, because I think they like suck up an extra amount of like carbon or something. I don't know wow. exactly what the science is, but they're 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 a good thing to be planted. And um, so I guess they had like sixty thousand trees planted as part of this um, program. And they estimated that it was like 12,973 tons of carbon that were sequestered from the efforts. So yeah, I think what and they got like tons of positive feedback, like everyone loved it. So it's like, you're getting a really nice gift, but you also feel good about it because it's doing something good for the environment. So I think like that combination of a thoughtful gift, using technology to make sure you're only getting what you want, but also having that give back element kind of makes it like a perfect thing. Because I you know, like talking about not wanting trinkets and trash, you see lots of companies are like, oh, we don't give out swag anymore. We just, you know, we'll give them a certificate says that says we planted a tree. I'm like, well that's nice. But I don't know. I I think people still do want gifts.
1: You yeah, know, people you still
3: like to get yeah, stuff. We-
1: yeah, we've um, got to have something to hold on to, right? We, we it's, you know, that, yeah. that connects us with that brand. So, right, I, think right. You're right. so I don't yeah. like,
3: I think that's a little short sighted. The ones that like, take that big kind of huffy stance. Like we don't send stuff out. Like we're too good for that. We like, <laughs> you can send them, you can send people things and plant a tree or, and do some kind of give back, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be an either, or, Yeah. Um, and I think that was a really great example of kind of combining all of those elements. Yeah. Um, And I think Microsoft, I think everyone that received it really liked it. So it it really went over well for them. And that's probably why they won. Um, Another one that I just did recently, this is a smaller thing, but promo shop, they were doing just uh, an Earth Day focused um, self-promo. They had sent out these, they were like, they were slingshots that had little like seed balls that you, so you could kind of, I guess, slingshot like balls of like, you know, wildflower seeds into areas that were, you know, I don't know, that were just like dirt or something. Uh Um, So they sent those out and they were sent in um, like a recycled poly mailer. Um, And it was just, I just liked it because it's a simple thing, but it's very fun, right? Like sometimes when you're talking about sustainability, it can be a little grim. It can be a little like, it's like, are we only focusing on like all the bad things that are happening in the world? It's upsetting, but I think it still can be fun. I think you can make it something that's exciting for people. Like that's, Like if you're actually slinging these seed balls into places, you're doing something that's, that's good, good for the environment, but it's a fun thing to do. Um, And they said, like, I don't think they had the ROI on sending that out yet, but definitely they had gotten a lot of positive response from their customers. And I think it's going to spark ideas for future orders. So it's not like a, not something you can directly measure right away, but it's definitely a win-win for them.
0: Yeah. Well, I think when you also, when you think of a company like that and, and, when you hear that company name, you're going to think about that and it's going to make you smile. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and it's not what it's all about. Right. Yeah. I love that idea. I want one of those. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. And I think, so they told me they found that product at like a, the New York gift show and they actually liked it so much that they just kind of bought out the whole, like their whole stock of them at that time. There were like 200, I think that they had, but I think the company is called modern sprout and in the promo industry, I think it's Gemline that might offer some of their products. They have all kinds of different like cool plants. So cool. I mean, I don't know if the, the, the slingshot is in there, but there's other things that are like fun that are, that are available too. So, That's and awesome. I mean, there's also like, I also really love any like of the seed paper that you can like, you know, um, like a business card or any kind of like mailer, but it's actually made of recycled paper that has seeds in it. And then you can just plant it. So there's like no waste at the end. I see a lot of companies that, that are doing that now. And those are really cool.
1: Wow, I'm gonna have to look into. I hadn't heard of that one actually yet. So oh, and then enough. the other,
3: another one that I really like. I'm nice. sorry, not to just keep talking. But, keep going, no, uh, go. Um, yeah. <laughs> the one I think a lot of people are into this company, um, Refresh Glass. Have you heard of that one? Uh huh. Uh-uh. So, the they do, they take old wine bottles, and um, basically like cut the the top off. It's basically trash. This is literal trash and they turned it into like really nice drinkware that's like etched um and it's in like a cool like cardboard case and it like tells the whole story um people really like those and they're really nice glasses and it's like you have this nice you know nice glass and then you can say yeah this this was trash this was literally trash so because i think i guess there's some issues with recycling glass can be like i guess a trickier prospect i don't know all the technical details, but this kind of diverts them from ever ending up in like a landfill. He got, he has, I think the guy who owns it has, like he has, has um, partnerships with like restaurants and and bars yeah. and stuff and can take just their trash and then turn it into items. And you could actually, another thing that would be really cool is like, if you have like a client who is a winery, they can, if they have enough, enough empties, they can actually have their empties turned into you know, their own promo glasses, which I think is yeah. cool. Like, this used to be one of our wine bottles, but now it is our drinking glass.
0: That's,
1: yeah, that's really cool.
0: I love that. That's awesome. I love that. wonder if you could do that with beer
1: bottles. I might have some stock in that. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, well, we just had uh, Lori uh, Champagne on, so, uh, you know, maybe she can uh, help us engrave those for you, Terry. So. That's right. Two radio guys logos on those. Uh, (laughs) All right, Teresa.
0: It's been awesome having you on the show again. How can people find out more? How how can they connect with you?
3: Yeah, I think that you guys have put the website on. It's ASICentral.com slash promo for the planet. You can reach me on email, T Hegel, the gel, basically at ASICentral.com. I'm also on Twitter at Teresa Hegel. Um, I'm on LinkedIn just under my name. I don't know what the special you know, thing is, but I know, it's, I feel like um, LinkedIn has been getting really like big for um, the industry. So I have a lot, I feel like there's a lot more action there now. So I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram somewhere. I'm even on TikTok. I haven't posted anything in a while, but I am on TikTok. So. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you this, anywhere yeah. if you try. <laughs> yeah, you gets fun. Awesome.
1: <laughs> and you know, the or email is my us. favorite, right? Yeah. 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 So. Cool. Ah, this has been great. really appreciate it and uh, thanks for all that work that you're doing to to make this uh something that is something we can talk about here in yeah, the industry yeah. and and I mean too. I'd
3: love to do more like if people have ideas of stories or things that they're um want to know more about like reach out to me with um with your stories reach out to me with questions like I'm always looking for more content um and I'd love to get like kind of get that intersection of sustainability and and apparel decoration too so I'd love to do more. You know stuff of that nature too. So I
1: I, I would love to hear from you. Awesome, definitely. Well, all right, you guys, you you've got your your uh, your job there. Reach out and make sure that uh, you're connecting and and uh, getting that content over there to Teresa. Teresa, thank you so much for your time. And uh, yeah, we'll look forward to bringing you back soon to talk about that state of the industry report and yeah. uh, and getting your help to uh, make that uh, that Reggie Award too. So. <laughs> oh yeah, that'll be awesome. Awesome. You thank you. thank have you. Have a great fun. day. All right. Bye. <laughs> fantastic i love i love the examples you know yeah yeah, yeah and, you just, and then that creativity starts going i'm like yeah. oh my gosh i'm gonna to have to go get all these things right i need the seed paper i need the bombs i need the
0: <laughs> i need that slingshot man
1: yeah and then i'm like i don't With really need balls. any of it but darn it it sounds cool
0: <laughs> everybody was having a good time till somebody lost an eye <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, well thanks very much that was great stuff and and thank you guys for for tuning in and and uh and if you have any questions for Teresa, make sure that you do reach out. But um, uh, let's see here. How, how about we start with the? Let's start with Eric today, Terry. What do you say? I, I can I can uh, share what absolutely. he's got, and then absolutely jump in there. Yeah, we can figure out where Terry's big book of travels is going to take him after that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, well today is uh, the take up episode one fifty two. Uh, Thinking small, tiny text, and thin thread. And it's a perennial topic for digitizers and embroiderers. Eric's going to be discussing methods for making tiny text and details, including where it could go wrong, right? What what to avoid, the pitfalls to avoid. So if you'll head over to ericcampbell.com and click on the take up tab at the top, you'll see all the links there. And uh, make sure that you are joining that program live today at 2.30 Mountain Time to share your insights. And, Terry, before you get into the mountain standard daylight, blah blah blah. Let's just call it three thirty central time. <laughs> no. Um, so anyhow, two thirty mountain time, and what is it, Terry? Is it standard and you're in daylight or what? Aaron, uh, Eric is in mountain <laughs> daylight time, and I'm in mountain standard time. All right, all right. So two thirty <laughs> mountain daylight time. Um, Correct. Anyhow. So, uh, <laughs> make sure that you check him out there at, uh, at 230 Mountain, the take up, Campbell.com is where you can get all the links. And then you can go join live through uh, his social media channels there. Um, Eric will also be out at Impressions Fort Worth, and Eric will host uh, presenting embroidery's value proposition. And that will be on Thursday, September 14th from 9 uh, a.m. until 10 15 a.m. And uh, There's a chance I actually might be out there with you as well, Eric. So Terry, are you maybe having? I I believe
0: that uh, I will be there as well. Uh, Awesome. I I might be uh, doing the um, moderating uh, a panel and maybe doing another seminar. And I believe uh, Jay Basell will be uh, joining me as well. So
1: awesome! All right. Well, a,
0: a new addition to the Terry's Big Book of Travel.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay. Well, um, so that's what Eric's got going on. What about you, Terry? What's, uh, what, where's the big book of travel taking you? Well, my complete, uh, screen printing business course, I'm going to be at
0: workhorse products here in Phoenix on June 3rd and 4th. And then the following week, I'm going to be at Atlas screen supply in Chicago on June 10th and 11th. And all my upcoming events you can find at terrycombs.com. How about you, Aaron?
1: Yeah, so uh, June 14th is uh, not too far away, right around the corner here. We've got Start Here Academy happening uh, the day before the Graphics Pro Expo out there in uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. So if you'll go over to osg.link forward slash SHA, you can get all the details. You can sign up, you just register for the show and you can sign up for that event for free. So no no charge to be there, but uh, you do need to come the day before. So it, it happens I think the doors open at like three o'clock and it goes until about eight o'clock that evening. Um, and uh, just a fantastic event. And one that I'm super excited to be part of. We talked to Lori uh, Champagne not too long ago, and uh, she's going to be one of the speakers um, in, in a couple of weeks. We've got another one of the speakers that'll be there. So um, I think it's going to be a, a fantastic event. If you're anywhere in the Midwest, it's worth the trip. Even if you're not in the Midwest, I'd say it's worth the trip. Um, the, the, indie show is is normally one of the larger ones for the folks over there at graphics pro so um, come on out and check that out Um, also uh, not a show necessarily to go to but uh, always looking for support and anybody that wants to learn more or be part of a program called skills usa and it is a fantastic organization and uh, what we're doing this is in the sublimation world there is also a screen print uh, competition as well that i'm not As involved in, Um, they keep trying to ask me to, but I keep telling them no, because I've got my (laughs) hands full with the sublimation side of things. But um, this culmination of the the, uh, event for the the kids, they've in fact, I think most of the state competitions are going on now or they're just wrapping up. Um, and then they earn; those kids will earn a right to come out to the national competition, which is happening uh, June 20th through the 22nd, I believe. Is are the dates for that that week of June 20th there? And uh, they'll they'll be converging on Atlanta. This event is incredible. Um, just just to come by and check it out because, okay, you got screen printing, you've got uh, sublimation, you've got some other things. Anything that you could think of is going to be under the roof there at the Atlanta convention center. If you've never been to the Atlanta convention center, it is a huge convention center. And they're taking up every single one of the, the um, venues there. So the entire convention center is going to be full of SkillsUSA. I think there's about 150 different competitions that will be going on from electrical to construction to car repair to graphic design to culinary, hair and nails. Um and like I said, we've got our place there in sublimation and screen printing. So just come check it out and, and see what these young people are doing. There's a, there's a real passion for our industry there. And uh, if you want to support it, if you want to you know check it out, you want to learn more, um, You know, not only supporting the national competition, but being able to support some of your local and state competitions and, and whatnot is, is going to be of huge value as well. So just reach out to me, Aaron at two regular guys.com and I can get you more details. And, um, you know, we, we've got some great people already said that they're going to support us, but, uh, I'm never turning away any support. So, <laughs> exactly. all right. Um, and then, uh, Terry, uh, Michelle, uh, Novell, she had uh, shared a YouTube link in, in there that you can go watch if you go over to, to, uh, the Facebook comments there, how to make a beer bottle into a glass. So, all right. check that out all right terry well what a great day today um i want to thank teresa again for her time and make sure you get over there to uh to asi and check that out and uh make sure that you're you're also reaching out to her sharing any content ideas or or people that uh, maybe she should be in touch with for sustainability, for all of these cool things that they've got going on over there. And uh, then we will look forward to having her back sometime uh, after the summertime to uh, talk about that state of the industry report. So Absolutely. Terry, it's been been great. It's been an awesome show.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and uh, we want to thank Eric Campbell for being our show producer and doing things like sending me this message. Terry, are you on your way, sir?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to herd these cats, Eric, and you—you you are the man. So we appreciate you very much, sir. Uh, you you your efforts do not go uh, unnoticed by us. Hopefully, you guys, you regulators realize that uh, this show would not be possible without Eric. We've—we've uh, we've been spoiled. So <laughs> thank you, exactly. Eric. Uh, Terry next week, kind of a big, kind of a big deal. You know, we're, we're going to figure out how to best celebrate, but, uh, um, I'm still trying to talk my wife into letting me set off another one of those confetti cannons. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, I, and I did ship them to you guys as well. So I don't know if you, you got them yet, so you can set them off too. I'm just kidding. I did not, but I, I might think about that now. <laughs> Anyhow, next week. I'm just week... going to say now I'm not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but that's what will make it so much fun. Um, all right. So next week, Terry is the 500th episode. It just blows my mind 500 episodes. So we're going to obviously do a little review. We're going to do, you know, kind of some of our favorite moments, just, just kind of some, opportunity to kind of harken back so we need you guys the regulators to show up and and make sure that you share some of the your key takeaways some of your favorite moments things like that um and then we're also going to talk a little bit about you know what we foresee uh the future right uh, um okay episode 500 what 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 do we think is going to happen by episode 1000 right so um
0: <laughs> and eric uh, eric will be joining us live as yes, well. He'll yes be, he uh, will be he'll on be screen. on
1: camera next we, we will still make him push the buttons but the, you know that's yeah <laughs> poor guy <laughs> he he's he's great at it so uh anyways um and kim johnson says uh no so i don't know <laughs> I already come on you. kim I'm it's just of, no one time gimmicks. it'll be fine even though it's six months later i think i still find some of it but uh anyway. i was gonna
0: say one time for a lifetime of confetti <laughs> <laughs> that's right
1: that's right uh, i can't right. wait
0: I'm super excited about next week terry me too me too and and tell your friends anybody who's a regulator out there we'd love to have you on the show uh for the 500th and come and join us and and share your thoughts as well and uh uh it's gonna be gonna be a fun day but uh, until then i'm terry combs he's aaron montgomery
1: and that was the two regular guys here we go We're out! (laughs) Awesome. Thank you for listening to Two Regular Guys. Check out our website at tworegularguys.com. That's the number two, regularguys.com.